Welcome to the ghost gig. Are you sitting comfortably? Then let's begin. Hello everybody. Welcome to this very special episode of the ghost gig. The reason it's special, it's just me recording today. It's my very first solo episode. Um, Vince has got a very crazy work schedule at the moment. He's working all hours that God sends. Um, And we didn't want to leave too much of a gap in between episodes. So I am going to do a little episode by myself. So please don't judge. I've got no one to banter off. It's very weird. Just chatting away to myself like a crazy lady. Um, But we thought, why not? I'll give it a go. So there's no film review today and there's no um, songs. um, But we are the ghost gig. So I thought... We're still wanting to do something that takes uh, inspiration from the paranormal and from the world of music, as we are the ghost gig. Um, so as I'm here on my own, I can just give a little bit of a background as to why I've chosen this subject today. Um, and it does go a little bit into my personal life. Um, not too much, don't worry, nothing embarrassing. Well, hopefully, anyway. I mean, if my uh, tongue does run away with me sometimes and I say things that uh, I don't mean, but um, hopefully I won't this time. Um So I am a very lucky person. Um, I get to work in music in most areas of my day-to-day life. I'm in a few bands. Uh, I get to play loads of cool like weddings, parties. Um, We get to play nice hotels, pubs, um, all that kind of stuff. Really fun. And the other thing I do is I work with people with um, learning disabilities, running music sessions. So people who may have autism or Down syndrome. And I also work with people with dementia. Uh, and this is through this work that I actually got the idea for this topic. Now, a lot of my work is in Brixton and a lot of the people who come to the groups I run are of uh, Jamaican or African heritage. And I always like to ask people, what, what sort of music do you like? What, what would you like to hear in the sessions? And the last few weeks we have been looking first at gospel music and then at uh, rock and roll. And it's been fantastic. It's been so much fun. And you know, obviously, I'm aware of these genres of music. I've always liked them, but actually, uh, studying them, learning all these songs, reading about you know where it all comes from, is so fascinating. Quite humbling as well, because you know, um, this music is kind of the basis for all modern music. If that makes sense. If there was no gospel blues, there would be no there'd be no rock. There'd be no rock and roll, etc. Um, so this uh, topic I've thought of a sort of this topic I have researched um, is about that it is about the kind of the start of modern music as we know it Um, and it's about a pact with the devil Um, music and folklore and um, the paranormal are quite common bedfellows I find if you look into it Um, so yeah I thought this would be a really interesting topic to cover before I go into it I just want to mention this. This is obviously not a cultural background that I am from. This is something I have researched. Um, I do touch upon the subject of slavery. Um, there is stuff about uh, voodoo um, and African traditions in this story. Um, this is all things that I have researched, the stuff I am interested in. If I say anything wrong or I'm incorrect or pr- mispronounce anything, then please let me know. Please do correct me. Um, I don't mean any disrespect to anybody. As I said, if I am wrong in any way at all, please let me know because I would I would not want to misinform anyone um, with anything that I am saying. So this is completely out of interest, this episode. Um, 
yeah. So give me a shout if I say anything wrong. Um, uh, I'm absolutely open to any kind of suggestion or um, if anyone has any knowledge on this subject, then please do give me a shout. Um, you can email us as always at ghostgiguk at gmail.com. That is ghostgiguk at gmail.com. It's weird not having Vince dancing next to me. We did uh, joke and say that I should have a little sock puppet of him as I uh, do the episode. Um, I mean, for all you know, I could do, but I don't. It's, I mean, I've got a gig to prepare for going to York at the weekend. Um, and it was either that or do the sock puppet. And unfortunately, I felt I had to work um, and prepare for the gig, sadly. Um, maybe next time. <laughs> anyway, so let's get into the story. So this um, is all about the blues, Delta blues singer, Robert Johnson. Um, but there's a whole sort of area of myth and mystery around this guy. Um, so, yeah, I'll stop blabbering and I will start with the story. Here we go. There's an old blues legend that has been passed down for many years and it goes something like this. If you want to play your guitar like no other, all you need to do is find your way to the crossroads. If you wait there till midnight, the devil will appear and offer to tune your guitar. Once this is done, you will be able to play absolutely anything that your heart desires. In return, all the devil will ask for is your soul. Selling your soul to the devil in the world of music is nothing new. Musicians said to have undertaken such an act include Bob Dylan, John Lennon, and even Snoop Dogg. But at the heart of this legend are the crossroads, such a simple, common location. The most famous of landmarks across the world will change, fall, renovate, get knocked down. But mostly, crossroads stay the same. As long as us humans organise ourselves into towns and cities, crossroads will remain. And so will the tales of ghost stories and spirits that occupy them. Tales are told about crossroads all around the world from all different cultures. Indeed, the first known crossroads were believed to be paved by the Roman Empire 2,000 years ago. Just as old are the strange, mysterious rituals that were performed at them. There's even a Greek goddess of crossroads, Hecate. Hecate controlled boundaries and entranceways. As her myth evolved, she became connected to the art of witchcraft, in some depictions of her, Hecate is shown holding the keys to the underworld. It was believed that she ruled over liminal space, the transition from the known to the great unknown beyond. But I guess that's a tale for another time. In some ways, crossroads represent this too. It's often said that we're at a crossroads in life when we have a big decision to make. And before modern transport, people would often only see crossroads on long journeys, where they could have been walking for days, far from the comfort of home. Back in those days, crossroads were treated as meeting spots. I mean, you could run into just about anywhere there. Strangers from faraway lands. This is the role that crossroads play in Haitian voodoo, a religion that crosses practices from Catholicism and West African spiritual traditions. In Haitian voodoo, there is a one all-powerful god, but you can only speak to him through certain spirits known as the lower. The lower of the crossroads is Papa Legba. He serves as an intermediary between God and humanity. 
he stands at the spiritual crossroads and gives or denies permission to speak with God. Just a little side note, I don't know much about Papa Legba, but um, he is in my favorite uh, series of American Horror Story. He's in the Coven episode. I don't know how factually accurate they are, but it's brilliant. And he is very spooky, very, very spooky, but very, very cool. Just thought I'd say that. Uh, Back to the story. This myth travelled from Haiti in the Caribbean Sea to Louisiana around the end of the 18th century. As people settled and spread out across the American South, so did the tales and traditions of what we now know as hoodoo. The first musician to famously call upon Papa Legba was a man named Tommy Johnson. After his meeting with Papa Legba, it said he used to carry around a rabbit's foot and used to perform wild acrobatics on stage, leaning into this mystical identity that he had been gifted special powers from the beyond. However, Tommy's story was quickly overshadowed by another Johnson, Robert Johnson. Robert was known as King of the Delta Blues Singers, although he did not gain this reputation until the 1960s, well after his death when his records were widely released. These records inspired a generation of musicians such as Bob Dylan and Eric Clapton. The list goes on. It's basically the birth of modern music. Robert Johnson was born into poverty and spent most of his time on the road. Other bluesmen of the time, such as Sunhouse and Willie Brown, would tell of how Robert Johnson would follow them around making an absolute racket on his guitar, driving them completely crazy. Then, one day, Robert disappeared, and when he came back, he could play the guitar like no one had ever seen. So it is in fact believed that Johnson had sold his soul to the devil in return for extraordinary musical talents. What we do know is that Robert had gained a mentor, Ike Zimmerman, a blues guitarist who apparently frequently played in the dark night of graveyards. Whether this is true or not, it is a fact that he helped turn Robert into the guitarist he would become and shape music history. Today, Johnson is seen as the grandfather of rock and roll. Since its birth, rock music has been seen as an affront to social conservatism. It's labelled as evil, the devil's music. A lot of bands and artists played on this idea, using occult imagery in their music, and they're simply following in Johnson's footsteps. Many of his songs reference hoodoo magic. In Hellhound on My Trail, he sings about sprinkling hot foot powder around my doorstep. This is a hoodoo tradition meant to warn off unwanted visitors. Johnson would have you believe that he moved around so much because he was fleeing the devil who was chasing after his soul. But of course... To Johnson, the idea of hellhounds being on his tail had another, much darker meaning. He would have only been one or two generations removed from slavery. So while hearing about hellhounds chasing a person may seem fantastical now, it may not have been so much to a person whose father or grandfather had been enslaved. In Johnson's most famous song, Crossroad Blues, he doesn't actually mention any deal made with the devil. However, It does include the lyric, the sun going down. 
If this is viewed through the lens of hoodoo, it deals with onset of night, the devil, and the darkest of magics. But in the cold light of day, it's also referred to as sundown town. These were towns that were, after slavery was abolished, would display signs stating that anyone who was not white must not be within the town after sundown. These came with threats of violence and even death. Sundown towns were started before Johnson was born and were still around in the 1960s when he had his renaissance. Just as Johnson's haunted music looms over rock to this day, his violent life is still woven into the history of so many crossroads. But there is one more factor that plays in Johnson's crossroads legend. Before he sold his soul, Johnson married a woman named Virginia Travis and they went to live together on a farm. Virginia became pregnant and she decided she wanted to move back to be with her family where they could look after her. Johnson stayed where he was. When the time came for their child to be born, Johnson slung his guitar onto his back and travelled up the highway to meet her, passing through the crossroads. However, instead of being met by his wife and his new child, Johnson was greeted by her family. Both Virginia and the baby had tragically died in childbirth. The family scolded Johnson, accusing him of abandoning his wife, saying he should have been there at her side and not out, playing the devil's music. Johnson died only three years after selling his soul, at the age of 27. Anyone who is into music or follows music or is a musician, this will ring a bell. Um, Robert Johnson is said to have been the founding member of the rather grave 27 Club. Um, For anyone who hasn't heard of the 27 Club, um, there are lots of musicians such as, I believe... um, Oh, gosh, Otis Redding, uh, Janis Joplin, um, Mark Bolan, although I think actually Mark Bolan was in in his early 30s. Um, they all died at 27. Um, if you Google it, there's a whole list of, and they are superstars, you know, people who were really, really special. Um, Amy Winehouse, I believe, is the latest member of the 27 Club. Um, it's a very odd, odd thing. These um, young, exceptional people dying at such a young age. Obviously, a lot of drugs, booze involved. Um, but it is a very specific age um, and Robert uh, Johnson was said to be the founding member so there, little insight I mean, we could do an episode about that at some point um, I haven't really looked into it or delved into it but um, it is a very interesting and very sad um, club to be part of Robert's death was unknown his death certificate simply stated the date and location of his death some believe Johnson was killed by syphilis Others think he was murdered, poisoned by a man whose wife Johnson had been flirting with at a country dance. Or maybe, just maybe, after three years of roaming and playing the devil's music, the devil had finally caught up with him. So there we have it, just a very, well, watered-down brief version of Robert Johnson and a little history of crossroads and the myth of crossroads um i think it is quite widely believed that there's probably been a bit of a mix-up between the two musicians over the years between tommy johnson and robert johnson which is probably very likely um so tommy johnson was the first musician to have said that he um sold his soul to the devil thank god that's like the third take i've done of saying trying to say sold his soul to the devil so he was the first one and then um there was robert johnson who released this um, record, um, uh, 
Crossroads Blues, which was, you know, um, an inspirational record. And then over time, I think the two men may have got mixed up together. Um, so who knows if Robert Johnson actually did supposedly sell his soul or not. But there is still this bizarre fact that he apparently couldn't play a lick, as it's quoted, couldn't play a lick and drove everyone mad with his guitars, drove everyone insane and then went off and came back and was incredible absolutely incredible now as i said before he was to said to have been mentored um and all i can say is that he must have been a bloody good mentor to get him from where he was to to, to there um i mean who knows who knows maybe he just needed a bit of confidence but i do love this idea of the devil you know being so so obsessed with the idea of being a brilliant musician that you're willing to give your soul and i'm guessing this would have been a man who was deeply deeply rigid religious so would be like, okay, I w- I'm going to go to hell, but I'll be like the best musician that ever lived. So it's worth it. So there we have it. Um, a fascinating, fascinating story. Fascinating insight into an amazing culture and an amazingly interesting religion. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you want to find out more, do do give it a Google. I found stuff on YouTube um, because I'm uh, dyslexic. I find it a lot easier to watch videos and kind of type up in my own words what I've been watching or listening to um but there's a whole wealth of information online and there's there's so much stuff this was like a really uh shortened version of this story and all the little uh things that tie into it so if you're interested in this kind of thing definitely give it a google um and please uh, give me a message if you've enjoyed it and as I said if there's anything I said wrong or mispronounced do let me know um I absolutely am open to suggestion and I would love to learn more about this if this is something you know about knowledgeable about etc etc um I'm hoping we'll be back to normal uh by the next episode um said Vince is basically lives at his office at the moment um I've forgotten what he looks like I haven't really um but he kind of will be back at some point we hope um end of September at the very latest um, if not, you might get to hear my dulcet tones again in a couple of weeks. Oh, you lucky people. Who knows? Um, at least you don't have to hear me sing this time, eh? <laughs> if you'd like to get in touch, you can email us as always at ghostgeekuk at gmail.com. That is ghostgeekuk at gmail.com. I hope I haven't done too badly um, as my first side website. Do message us on Instagram and um, Facebook and Twitter. We've actually had more messages. This has been great. People, more people have been listening. So thank you so, so much. And, you know, people have obviously been spreading the word. Um, thank you. It's it's so, so good to hear from people. Um, and keep it up, guys. It's really, really exciting. Um, I guess that's it then. So I don't really know. I'm just going to say goodbye. I'm going to do a Vince goodbye. That's quite good, actually. Uh, goodbye. And um, speech will soon. Take care. Mm-hmm.